Thanks again for all you do. Looking forward to you reading this in a month. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Uh, try a year. (laughs) This is an after-school program podcast. What key are we in? G? This ain't the intro. It's the entree. Um, No problem with opening up with a little chance. The rapper? The rapper? Chase could have been Chase the rapper if that wasn't taken. Um, How y'all doing, y'all? I'm doing all right. Good to see you. Back in the studio. Back in the stew. You already know what to do. (laughs) Back in Um, the half blue studio. uh, Yeah. It's a little bit more blue today. It's a little more blue. Mm -hmm. Chase and I, uh, we did a little little more blue. Blue Blue-dio. All right. What are we doing on this episode, PD? Tell them what we're doing. We're talking about stuff that's blue. Corbin blue? Corbin blue? (laughs) Smurfs? Cordon uh, Dijon blue, blue from Blue's Clues. The ocean, bluey. Not, not near America. Not the that sky, ocean. which isn't blue, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Stick around. Well, I guess some parts. Blue man group. The ocean around America are blue, <laughs> but not all. Yeah, maybe in Florida. Uh, but more importantly, besides the blue, the blue talk. Um, we reading y'all's emails. Yes. Listen, we're tired of being <laughs> hounded. Uh, it, the, reading y'all's <laughs> this is wow wow power wow. move chase wow just, wow a <laughs> hundred and something episodes chase kicked the recliner up ne- yeah. on this episode we're D- reading emails we reading emails today y'all you're the only person who's got a recliner I'm, I'm too. gonna stop that because i'm no, a little bit no. in everybody's way how did i never uh, think to do that this whole <laughs> the whole run of this if anybody was to studio. kick the recliner out of the one chair that reclines it would be you that does sound like a pd move yeah yeah <laughs> You got you you competing. Were you competing with another you? It's two PDs, um, two Spider Man pointing at each other. <laughs> All right, we read an email. First and foremost, um, what do we want to say, guys? Patreon's popping. Yes, thank it you is. so much. Yeah, we're almost um, at Jackie Robinson. Number. Golly, man, we're almost at forty-two. Mm. Yeah, hopefully by the time you hear this, we'll be way past forty-two. Let's go. We appreciate y'all's support, man. That's um, we love it. Uh, I think we have added a mentor level um, for twenty dollars. <laughs> okay. uh, by this time, if you're listening to this, be a be one of our mentors. Yeah. And write quotes so we can say a mentor once told me. Mm. <laughs> and we're just quoting. Whatever you need you... to talk to us like you're Gary V. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe we could. Uh, now we don't need another mentorship Discord. <laughs> uh, that's too many Discords already. Uh, we going through y'all's emails today. We appreciate somebody sent a lot of uh, memes. Yes, about how we don't read emails. Threatening memes. Very I think threatening. Chase called them. Yeah, yeah. mad threatening. <laughs> and uh, Chase, could you kill the AC? I pressed yep. the button, but it didn't. But also, do we want to burn? Like, I don't. I'm fine with the noise. Like, I don't want to heat up this episode. Yeah, I got a hoodie on. I'm good. Y'all can freeze. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's just leave <laughs> it on. It doesn't matter. Shop talk. Um. The studio, the room we're in is tiny. I, I don't think we can stress that enough, guys. This room, <laughs> it looks good. It's small. Um, but somebody sent a bunch of memes about how we how we take forever to read emails. And uh, our response is always, write better emails. Um, but no. <laughs> <laughs> write shorter emails. But this episode, uh, PD called it the email extravaganza. Yes. So consider this e- email extravaganza part one. Well, right? I don't know if the emails need to be shorter. I think like our riffs about 
Do Tracy email. Morgan or, or robots <laughs> or whatever. It is. They need to be shorter so then we could get to more emails. Uh, I think we should start with the email of the guy who keeps sending the threatening yeah, memes. Yeah, of course. Uh, which because is those so, threats are going to escalate past I, memes. I don't want to get shoot. I don't want to get John <laughs> Lennon uh, over over this podcast. Hold on. It's the subject is the spoon scandal. Okay, hold on a second. Sheesh. Okay, we got too many. We got too many Patreon emails. Uh, the spoon scandal. Yeah, stop funny. giving us money, guys. <laughs> please, Gosh. please, guys. We're so tired. Annoying. We're tired of. Uh, what date was that sent? Do you know when that was sent? A long oh, time ago. Let me. I just need um, to. I need to search it real quick. I can tell you the exact date. I can just search it. The Spoon Scandal. Okay, okay. This is from, oh my gosh, June 14th of last year. No wonder he was threatening us. (laughs) (laughs) I'd threaten us too. Uh, The subject is The Spoon Scandal from The Master of Content. Okay. (laughs) No, we're going to get through the email first. Hello there, (laughs) Shama. I'm going to save my remarks. Hello there, Shama PD Chase and recurring guest. No recurring guest on this one. Uh, If you were the real master of content, you'd know that. In the summer of 2018, a friend's heart shatters into fractals after the girl of his dreams declines his gift of a singular spoon. That's a very middle school uh, uh, romantic attempt. I gave her a spoon, you know. Um, and I was like, hey, yeah, want a spoon? You want a spoon? Was Later, a fancy of course. spoon, a plastic spoon? <laughs> Come on, I need details. Was it a spork? Yeah, this was just the uh, <laughs> email extravaganza over. Uh, <laughs> his gift of a single spoon, thus unleashing his teen angst in a hilarious display. My friends and I, all in the seventh grade, you didn't have to tell us that. We kind of uh, guesstimated that, are, are just vibing in the ca- ca- camp cabins while teasing our friend Levi, who yeah. likes this girl from another youth group at the camp. What a loser. That's essentially long distance dating. Liking a girl from another <laughs> youth group, that's like dating somebody across the world. Pretty Because you can't drive and, you know, proximity. Like, it's just everything's yeah. ruined. Yeah. You might Snapchat for a week. You might. <laughs> <laughs> PD and I, we wrote a song about this. PD, me, and Drew wrote a song about Camp Crushes called Camp Crush. Yeah. Maybe we'll drop it in the. Hey. We'll drop it in the Patreon. No, I don't well, it's even a, know. we could drop the demo. We'll, we'll drop the we demo have. in the in the Patreon. Um, it's really good. So if y'all are like, oh man, I, I don't want to pay for the Patreon. You're never gonna hear Camp Crush. You're gonna yeah. hear it when it comes out. <laughs> you could have heard it, but then COVID. Happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> derailed our plans. <laughs> Uh, so my friends and I, on the seventh grade, we're just vibing the camp cabins while teasing our friend Levi, who likes to come another youth group at camp. Our youth pastor, who is bunking with us, overhears and tells us that this camp has a tradition of kids giving spoons to their crush. This, this camp leader, he's a he's a pro. Smash cut to the lunch tables. Smash cut. That's great editing. He is Levi, the master of content. <laughs> he may be. Levi is sitting down with us as the girl walks by. He tries giving her a spoon, but she makes a weird face and keeps walking. As she should have. Uh, minutes later, before we leave, the girl's leader places a spoon at our table. Naturally, Levi is confused and decides to have a talk with the youth pastor about it back at the cabins. Star wipe to the cabins. I mean, he's back at it. He's, he's directing to the cabins. Yeah, he really is. Our whole group is gathered to listen to Levi accuse our youth pastor of setting him up. He claims the girl's leader gave him the spoon, thinking at the time that it was from the girl he liked. His next assumption was that our youth pastor put the girl's leader up to it to mess with him. 
But then one friend sitting at a lower bunk, a lower bunk. There's classes in the bunks. All right. One of the lower class <laughs> members. This is, I, I want to talk. Are, were you a one percenter at this camp, Master Content? Um, one of the lower bunks that the girls, uh, but then one friend sitting at a lower bunk clarifies that the girls' leader put it in the middle of the table. <gasps> middle of the table. Uh, the youth pass responds with, whoa, this is an important detail. How did you know it was for you? It could have been for any one of us and points around the room at all of us. Levi defends himself by shouting, because I like her, because I have hopes and dreams. Levi's friend <laughs> sitting next to him also defends because we've openly talked about this in the cabin room and you and youth pastor may or may have not been present. Then Levi wails in pubescent agony, because you're purposefully messing with my emotions. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> then further defends himself. We had conversations about her before. You knew I was talking about her before. The accused claims in earnest, I had no idea who she is. Yes, you did. Wails our tragic romantic from a top bunk as he throws down a stuffed snake, which he brought, uh, and his friend named Lonk Boy. Okay. <laughs> After a few more seconds of anarchy, the youth pastor announces, It's super simple. If you get a spoon, you know what that means. If you give her a spoon, that's it. So should I give her a spoon? You choose. I don't know why I'm yelling. Levi throws his two mini cans of Bush's baked beans onto the counter from the top bunk, leaps I'm down lost. to the floor, <laughs> and breaks into a full sprint, proclaiming with fierce determination, let's go, fellas. Can you, like... Try to give me a summary of this so uh, far. Chase, are you I uh, From what I understand, <laughs> and again, this is just what I understand. <laughs> he tried giving her a spoon. She didn't want the spoon. And then the, the girls. Cabin put the spoon. Cabin leader. Yeah, the girls' cabin leader. girls' cabin leader put a spoon in the middle of the table of all of the guys. And they went back to the cabin. They thought they were being messed with with their youth leader. And then him and the youth leader were in a back and forth about, well, I don't even know what this means. Well, yes, you do. You're messing with me. No, I'm not. How about you just go give her a spoon? Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is like a... So a, then, let me... Customs pick. in a different country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so should I give her a spoon? You choose. Levi throws his too many cans of Bush's baked bean onto the counter from the top bunk, leaps down to the floor, breaks into a full sprint, proclaiming with fierce determination, let's go, fellas, our youth pastor yells back, do you even know where she is? As he puts on sunglasses and Levi's aforementioned, aforementioned friend simply responds, love has a way and runs off with another friend after Levi. Goldblum? Immediately. <laughs> after those two take off trying to find him, Levi comes back in the room and joins the rest of the group as all, as we all head out for worship. Oh, and as we're leaving for the sanctuary, one other friend asks our youth pastor, Kyle, why are you doing this on his birthday? <laughs> it's his birthday. Wow. Finn. That's it. A space, Finn. Thank you guys for reading my story, Shama. Congrats on the new gun. And a daughter, too, I guess. Oh, that's reference to my song. PD, I'm waiting for that Questionable Partners podcast show with Matt from Memes for Jesus. Oh. Questionable Partners. Chase, love what you and Robert are doing on Written By. I oh, look forward you. to Mondays now. Oh, Man, wow. Written By Mondays. And another big thanks to the host for giving me a chronic addiction to 30 Rock. <laughs> Love the show. Keep doing what you love doing. Booth McGinnis. I don't expect to be the next Matt Malanga, but I figured I'd leave my number anyway in case you want to hear more about my wacky friend. As I'm writing this, I'll be headed off to high school camp in a couple of days, so I may have another story by the time you call me. And then a Phone year number. later. 
Do we call <laughs> him? We'll call you when to... Do we want to call him? Sure. I mean, or we can keep reading emails. Well, he also sent a video, too. Oh. Um, hold on a second. Let me see here. Oh, now I get a little... Yeah, He does have a spoon. Yeah, he <laughs> okay, does. so yeah, we actually so got there's... footage of the incident. Yeah. But this is one of those chaotic youth group uh, conversations where you're like, man, if you weren't there, you don't, don't bother don't bother retelling it or explaining it because it's chaotic. Yeah, I do <laughs> appreciate that he had footage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good story, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was, there was a lot going on there. Yeah, when you said baked beans, it's like, all right, slow it down. Like, what, yeah. what's he, going on? He has, a, he has a knack for storytelling. Uh, a knack. Guys, also the email. We got a lot of copyright claims. PD, uh, we need to figure oh, out. Oh, shoot. Really? You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> You've been playing a lot of, every time you play an instrumental <laughs> really? beat, when we put it up on YouTube, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Mr. YouTube's com- comes after us. Let's Wait, read what, it. What all have we put on YouTube? The, okay, just the past few episodes. Oh, okay. Right. We're taking it all the way back. Man. I guess okay. I'll stop playing music. Let's let's take it all the way back to the beginning here. I don't even know where to start with these emails. Man, this 2018, that's too far back. Sorry, guys. We gotta. <laughs> if you <laughs> send an email before 2019, resend it. Resend it. Okay. The Camp Ghosts and Cannolis. All right. This is from my buddy Tony Fagan. Uh, mission, him and his family are missionaries. I'll let you read that one. Hold on. <clears throat> let me turn off the air, though. Man, watch my SpongeBob music thing take down the whole podcast. <laughs> well, I think we just recently got monetized on that channel, right? <laughs> well, I'm it doesn't matter that we're monetized <laughs> if they keep if getting Pete taken down. playing I Ripped My Pants. <laughs> uh, so this is from... PD uh, a Menace. Tony Demenis. F- is it Fagan? Fagan, yeah. Fagan? Tony Fagan. First off, love the podcast and the many stories here. Thank you. So during my high school and college summers, I worked at the same church camp in South Carolina. Hey, that's where we live. Yeah. I was there for high school, middle, and kid ages, the youngest group being 7 to 10-year-olds. I think lights out for the cabins was around 10 p.m. for those kids. Well, we had one cabin that only had three kids in it. That was being so loud one night that other counselors were complaining. I was one of the camp leaders that year, so me, one of the counselors, and the other head of camp approached them to have a talk with these kids. One of the counselors who joined us proceeded to tell us that these three kids had a ghost... Wait, 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 wait. One of the counselors who joined us proceeded to tell these three kids that there was a ghost who who lived in the woods behind their cabin and would walk around getting the kids who stayed up after midnight. After hearing the story, one of the kids ran into his bed and jumped under the covers. The other two started jumping and say, said, Let those ghosts come up in here and we'll punch them in their cannolis until they fall over and die again. Hmm. Me and the other leaders... I don't think you know how ghosts work. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the other leaders did all we could to not laugh as we turned off their light, told them to go to sleep, not to punch ghosts, and walked away. Here's to no more punched cannolis. I think the thing that's terrifying about the idea of ghosts is you have no way to fight back. There, you just go through them. So, <laughs> if there's a ghost, ghost expert PD Bachman, uh, I'm just here. I'm just theorizing. Right? <laughs> I don't have any ghost experience, but I feel like it would be 
I mean, your first instinct would probably be throw a punch, but then yeah. it would just go right through him, and then what do you yeah. do? Well, then, uh, d- d- can the ghost throw a punch at you? I think so. We're getting into real ghost physics here. So, like, what do you have to be afraid of if all he can do is woo and then go through you, or you go through him? But if they can, like, slam doors and stuff, they can hit you, right? But, okay, <laughs> is the worst thing that a ghost can do hit you? Like, what's so scary about ghosts? What can they do? Can they, like, make you have, like, a heart attack or something? I don't know. I don't know. Or, like, I don't know, make you see stuff that's not there, like... Uh, Yeah, we need to move on. (laughs) (laughs) This is from uh, Riley Whittington, the one about the surprise talent. Uh, Hold on, let me put my phone on. Do not disturb. D&D, your phone. Oh, crap. (laughs) Ooh, liquid death. Liquid death all over the place. All right. (laughs) Hello, Paul David and Shamama. No mention of Chase. This is BC. Uh, When was this? This is by Riley Whittington in... Um, March nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Oh, okay, so wow, so that's just close. disrespectful. That's close. That's close. Uh, well, also we haven't really we didn't do anything consistently. So no, you were well, still in maybe. school then. You were still in school. Oh yeah, March. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. We had you on when it was when it worked. That's how backed up we are on emails. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You were still. Yeah, I remember that. Dang. No, I was on the podcast. Were then. you really? Yeah. March. I've been on the podcast for over a year now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this person hadn't got to that. Maybe point they just tr- yet. Maybe didn't they want to were listening you. from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's a possibility. That, that, that is a possibility. Or they just hate Chase. Yeah. I mean, that's a also a strong they possibility. They just hate, <laughs> and they're like, no, I'm not not even mentioning. <laughs> Me and Shama hate Chase too. We just we let him show up. You know when they what they say? Keep your keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys at therapy. <laughs> All right, Riley Whittington. Hello, Paul David and Shamama. Every year, my church has a talent show around Halloween. The talents range from serious to not so serious. Anyways, one of my friends had the greatest idea ever for a talent. When we signed up, we put down that our talent was a surprise talent. After memorizing the dance moves from the Just Dance Wii game, classic, uh, the night came. Luckily, (laughs) we were able to (laughs) to get put last in the night. The room was dark, and the four of us marched to the stage. The lights flashed on, revealing some dudes in tight clothes facing away from the the crowd. My friend's jeans were so tight, he pretty much waddled, and afterward, (laughs) he needed his sister to help get them off. Hmm. I was wearing my... (laughs) Okay. I was wearing my sister's skinny jeans with bedazzle beads on my pockets. Okay, this is very interesting. The song began, and we all raised one finger to the air. Who were we? One dimension. As we danced, semi-in-sync, we also lip-synced to What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. It was awesome. Towards the end, some of the crowd ended up standing, and some pulled out their phones and turned on their phone flashlights. They even began clapping on the beat. Wow, that's an accomplishment. Um, (laughs) Once the song finished... The lights went off, and we ran out of the sanctuary. Needless to say, we won. Once the show was over, people ended up coming up to us and taking pictures. I even gave someone my signature. Anyways, thanks for the pod and weird stories. Uh, in Christ, comma, Riley W. I'm a dude, just to clarify. Riley is both a guy's and a girl's name. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Riley. Um, that's um, my... That's, got, I, used, I used to do camp bits, like church bits like that. Where, man, if you show up with pants that are a little too tight, that's <laughs> comedy. Go- I mean, you're practically, you're practically SNL. You're Robin Williams in his heyday yeah. if you do that. I like, did a bit like that. Ooh, just like dancing wildly. To, but 
okay, I'll, I'll get into this a little bit. It was Agape, Camp Agape. Yeah. And we had this song planned. We were gonna we we're gonna dance to this song called Africa's Anointed, which is a song that my my dad had on his iPod. And um, they were like, "You can't do this." They they told me and my cousin like, "No, you can't. Like this is gonna, this is offensive. You can't." Was it like an African song? Yeah, it was. Which I didn't think I was being offensive. I just thought it was a fun song. Uh, what kind of dancing were you gonna do? Oh, we were just like, we don't know how to dance. We were just like throwing our arms around. Like wildly. Africans? No. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the intention. Oh, okay, just I just, I'm trying silly. to figure out. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> so why did they shut you guys down? Well, they ended up just changing the music. Like we we stood up there forever, and we're like, we I remember looking over to the sound people. I was like, where's the music? They I don't think they told us until we were actually oh. until after that they weren't going to play it. So we just stood there forever waiting for our music, and then we're like, all right, whatever, we'll just dance <laughs> to no music. Yeah, dang. Guys, PD is diamond diamond level ally. <laughs> if he wants to dance to <laughs> Africa's anointed, he can do that. PD is an ally. PD's got BLM <laughs> tattooed across his back like it's his jersey name. All right? I'm just kidding. You don't have that. But I I just, say, I'm not going to come with receipts that. on that one. <laughs> Speaking of receipts... Um, like we need pictures of the bedazzled pants and stuff. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're in this email, guys. If y'all are if y'all are talking about a topic, like we got to see it. Uh, <laughs> our boy McGinnis, he sent us he sent us a little bit of a video of them arguing in the cabins. You know what it is? Maybe we'll drop that on the page. <laughs> uh, this next one is called uh, okay. Um, oh, moved it to the trash. Sorry, I meant to unpin it. Got it. Uh, this is from Robert McClure. McClure. The Rude Robert McClure. He did uh, the McClure drop. Did we do? We've already had Robert McClure. Yeah, on. we've yeah, had yeah. him a couple times before. Yeah. Okay, this is the one time at a lock in. Hopefully, we haven't read that. Salutations, Shaman Meme and P.T. Barnum uh, and Chase. Uh, I'm so glad you guys talked about Hero, the rock opera. Um, yeah, recently. We did that very recently for the sake of your email. <laughs> It was so underappreciated in its time, I was going to show it at a lock-in I was hosting back in 2004. I used to be a youth pastor, of course. I also worked at a pizza place, of course. Hey, you had the same come up as me. Where's your VeggieTales remix, Robin? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never got to share it, though, because I planned games first. What is a lock-in without games, and what are games without blindfolds and obstacles? Am I right? So I had the kids leading each other through a makeshift maze and blindfolds. What could go wrong? I will now tell you, a kid in a blindfold could possibly knock the church's projector off its stand. That's what could happen, and it did. That's what, ha what could happen, and it did. The projector wasn't permanently damaged, thankfully, but it didn't work for the rest of the night. The kid felt terrible. It totally wasn't his fault, but we roasted him over it for, a least, for at least a year. <laughs> at our next lock-in, we made a rules video because it was 2005, and 20% of youth ministry back then was making silly videos for the events. One of the rules was don't touch the projector, and the video featured my brother my brother-in-law wearing a blindfold, finding the projector, it was a fake one, and proceeding to maliciously destroy it. <laughs> Good times. If you want to know a ridiculous amount of useless information regarding Hero, give me a call. <laughs> Phone number, and then your brother in crust. <laughs> That's a pizza reference. Robert <laughs> McClure, the Rurger. He had it. He put it in the thing. <laughs> hey, uh, 
your brother in crust. Can you pick up pick up that belt real quick? Um, hand it to me, Robert McClure. Are you gonna put it on your phone? Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> Robert McClure. You you win pun of the episode so far. <laughs> Shama has the belt on his phone. For, yeah, for yeah, with the with the watching, email. Yes, where it's is, sideways. So this uh, is an audio medium. Unless for the somebody most can part. can top uh, brother and crust. Uh, that's you. <laughs> Let's read another email. Um, we're getting through them, fellas. Yeah. Hopefully the this will cease the mass riots in the streets <laughs> from everybody who's email, who sent an email that hasn't been read. Maybe it'll cease mass riots in general. <laughs> Maybe we solved everything. <laughs> World <laughs> peace after we end, after we empty this inbox, y'all. This email is from Hunter Phillips, and it's called "Being Banned from a Hotel at a Youth Camp." My, I went to a, a youth thing one time, and we got kicked out of our motel. I was about to say, I just had a flashback to like a conference or it's i don't know why but it's just like it's oh my gosh we got kicked out freaking i got kicked out of a chick-fil-a one time with a bunch of people i was they were in the there. you were there yeah. yeah y'all were playing in the freaking playground i wasn't oh man <laughs> well it was all fine until the manager of that chick-fil-a called the church secretary the other day and then she had to like tell me like hey um i got a call from the manager manager at chick-fil-a and uh i mean i thought the <laughs> i thought the chick-fil-a employees weren't snitches man i thought they were cool <laughs> I thought they'd keep it on the DL, but they didn't. Uh, it was um, fine. We just kind of made sure they looking out for children. <laughs> yeah, there were no kids. It was like 10 p.m. There were no kids. Just us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Ch -ch -ch Chase. Hey, Shama and PD, big fan of the show and all the stuff that you do. And Chase. No, it's okay. No, no, no. No, Chase no, 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 no. twice no, already. PD, no, 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 PD's no. made it very clear <laughs> about my place. <laughs> yep. So on to the story. When I was going into eighth grade... Wait, who is this from? Hunter Phillips. Hunter Phillips, okay. When I was going into eighth grade, we were just witnessing our youth ministry build up at my church. Our youth pastors, who were my parents, decided it would be the best to take us to youth camp for the first time. We went down to a youth camp in Daytona Beach, Florida, and stayed in a big condo-style hotel as a prize for being one of the first youth ministries to sign up. It had everything, from full-sized kitchens to huge bathrooms, and most importantly to this story, balconies. This is really similar to my story. For future reference, we were on the 21st floor. So one night at the camp, we all had come back from the conference. Some of the guys had decided to walk out on their balcony. We were, we were hanging out when some girls from a floor down and two balconies over started talking to us. After a few minutes, one of them asked if we could, if we wanted to play a game from our balconies, and we said sure. All of a sudden, after a few minutes of them going back into their condo, we are getting pelted with pickles. Hmm. Fun game. Who, the girls fight? or the, or the, the girls? Guys. Balcony food fight? That sounds fun. That does yeah. sound really cool. Okay. On the, like, the 24th floor, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does sound like you're going to make a giant mess <clears throat> everywhere. Also, a lot of casualties. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people just like <laughs> Lots of minding minding their business, taking a pickle slice to the face. Pickle juice flying everywhere. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> flaking on my sandwiches for flavor. <laughs> I, I quote that all the time. Still. Shout out to Hannibal Burris, man. <laughs> we look down and they literally have jars upon jars of pickles. What? That they are using to fight <laughs> us with. Okay. So they went out and stocked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like they had this in mind. How did they know that there was going to be someone on the yeah, balcony? Like, we don't fight somebody at the balcony. <laughs> As stupid and testosterone-filled young guys, we decided it would be best to throw them back, but we were having a hard time hitting them because they could duck under the other balconies. So one brilliant ninth grader decided it would be best if he climbed over to their balcony. Oh. 
oh no they're on the 24th Floor. Yeah, this is one of those stories that can end with like <laughs> murder. <laughs> All right, death. throwing Sheesh, pickles, man. fine. Jumping from balcony to mm. balcony where you could die. Uh, yeah. You're not. You're not Jackie Chan, man. No. <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> uh, so that's what he did. He climbed down from the 21st floor to the floor below and climbed two balconies over Sheesh. and proceeded to pelt the girls with the same pickles that they were throwing at us. What? So he ma- he risked death and he made it. And he made it. <laughs> what? Thankfully, he made it safe and snuck back over to our room before anyone noticed he was gone. Wait, do you have to climb back up? Yeah. I wonder how close the balconies were. Cause that's or at that point, did he just like go inside one of the other rooms and then go back? I don't know. But... Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Sheesh. Fast forward to the next year, we're signing up for the same camp when we get an email from this camp office. We find out that the the condo we stayed at had removed themselves from the housing list because of reports of students swinging from balconies. In this same email, the camp organization attached a new set of rules for each youth ministry to agree to before they could sign up for a beach camp. Just pickles. No swinging. (laughs) Each rule was still the same except for one. The rule was students are not allowed to jump from balcony to balcony on any condo locations. Doing this will result in immediate cancellation of the youth camp activities for that ministry. Ever since then, the youth camp organization also publicly announces it to the beach camp attendees live from the stage. This would be in front of thousands of students, by the way. So now, I'm a 21-year-old youth pastor myself in Florence, Alabama, who has taken youth to these same youth beach camps. Every time they tell this rule, I laugh a little on the inside, knowing that my buddies and I were part of why that rule was made. Thanks again for all you do. Looking forward to you reading this in a month. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Uh, try a year. (laughs) In Christ, comma, Hunter Phillips. So I I was right. There's nothing in that law about throwing pickles. No, no, no. They can still throw pickles. Pickles are still a go. Yeah, Yeah. according to the conference law. Oh, man, dude. That's a good story. Y'all risked it all. Um, prayer with a capital P. I think we've read that one before. Uh, prayer with a capital P. Shall we read that? Is it, does that sound familiar? I honestly have no idea. I can wow. read it and let you know if it's been read before. Uh, well, this is rip. This is from April first last year. <laughs> you're not gonna fool us, Bex. <laughs> Rebecca, you're not slick. <laughs> PD, you got it. I don't think we read it. <laughs> This is another one with no chase. <laughs> God, April 1st. When did you start? L- legit. I'll, I'll go look. I'll, I'll go like, look. Like as, it, as if it's a government job. <laughs> <laughs> this is a job with no benefits. That's the right. benefit is just clout. Hey, man. The benefit <laughs> is... Is getting to hang out with you guys. We should we should add Church Stories Dental. So it's just... It's just hey, you get clout... And occasionally you can get your teeth cleaned since you're talking, I guess. <laughs> and if we get injured on the job, there could be workers' comp. My first... Well, no, 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 not workers' comp. If you hurt a couple teeth, yeah, I mean, oh. we'll cover... The podcast will so cover So if I that. fall down those stairs, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we could... I could tape up your arm, but okay. I don't... That's, that's, that, uh, that's out of my... That's out of your coverage. <laughs> my first episode was uh, January 19th, 2021. Really? People ain't acknowledging you. The first episode well, of season four. It, people could be behind and not yeah, they know could about be Chase's yeah. existence. No, yet. it's okay. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> this is the third time Chase has been snubbed today. This is <laughs> this is something else. Yeah. Anyways, 
Uh, prayer with a capital P. That's not the letter P. That is P E E. Tell them. Uh, by Bex476, which sounds like a like a Star Wars name. Um, <sighs> sounds like a robot. Bex476, Bex. <laughs> Hi, Sean. Reporting Mama for duty. And PD, P E E D. PD. My name is Stampede. My name is Rebecca, and I am a senior in college about to graduate with a degree in youth ministry. Well, congrats on graduating last year. Yeah, uh, also a degree in youth ministry. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Rebecca. <laughs> so I've collected my fair share of interesting church stories over the past few years. One of my weirdest happened in 2019 when I was working for a small mission trip company as a summer intern. Basically, we lived at a church all summer, and each week we would have a new youth group from somewhere in the U.S. come stay at the church for a week to do mission work in the community and have a worship program each night. I loved this job and all the craziness it brought. Usually the groups that came in were super high energy and really fun to work with, except for this one group. I tried everything to make sure this group had fun throughout the week, or at least a mediocre experience. So she was like, she had given up on having a good one. She's like, I'm aiming for mediocre at this point. (laughs) But I am convinced they were determined to have a bad week from the get-go. They liked nothing. I was sure they hated me. (laughs) This all got worse on the last worship night of the week where we have a night of prayer with the work groups we had been separated into over the week. We would have somebody sit in a chair in the middle of the circle while everybody else took turns praying for them. Within this group was a shy middle school girl. She hardly talked all week, despite my best efforts to get to know her. When we were about 20 minutes into the night of prayer, I noticed she would shuffle around and kept moving. At first, I thought nothing of it. Then, a bit later, I heard what sounded like quiet running water. I opened my eyes during the prayer and was looking for around for a source of the noise. When I found it, it took everything in me not to gasp or make a sound. I watched in horror as the poor girl peed her pants. What? I was in shock, but when I noticed just how large the puddle was getting, I slipped away from the prayer circle and went out to the hidden back entrance to the sanctuary and started running around looking for other interns and a mop. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I found one of my fellow interns, they thought I was joking. When I told them a student peed their pants, they all believed me when we saw the girl being escorted out by a mom on the trip. Our goal was to clean up the puddle without any of the other groups noticing Mm. something was going on so the girl wouldn't be more embarrassed than she already was. How old is the girl? Why did she she pee? I don't understand the context of the... Of the peeing. Uh, There was no way to do this without making a scene, so we laid out some paper towels and had to go on with the rest of the service because the other groups were wrapping up their prayers. I had to get back on stage and lead the rest of the service, knowing there was a puddle of pee just sitting in the sanctuary. As soon as the service was over, we sent the group to bed. All the interns had to clean up the mess. Needless to say, from that week on, we told the students to use the bathroom ahead of time or that they could simply step out if they needed to go. Us interns actively avoided that corner of the sanctuary for the rest of the summer. Thanks for keeping up the podcast. I look forward to listening to it every week and have plenty more stories where this came from. Rebecca. Interesting. I want to know how old these kids were. Maybe it was just a a really, I'm I'm assuming youth group. Um, So anywhere from like 12 to 18. (laughs) Dang. Because kids younger than that don't get sent on mission trips, right? There is a. Uh, I tried to get Stefan Light, uh, who was on the show before, 
the one uh, about crack or barrel. Yeah, yeah. T- he has a really funny story about he was at a camp and um, yeah, there was like a middle schooler who was not potty trained. Mm. Oh, I think he told that story. Did he? He told it on the podcast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, crack or barrel. Okay. D- okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this kid like this is just set of and like you get you get like you know soiling his pants and uh and they're like oh okay you know oops let's clean you up and then he would soil his pants again they're like oh let's clean you up and so come to find out the kid had like 20 pairs of underwear (laughs) in his case just because the pair mom yeah he did yeah i was like golly man it's rough all right uh, this might be uh the last one Last email. This is from Rachel Johnson. Hold on, let me pull up a copyrighted song to play. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get you a link to some copyright free yeah, music. My bad. I just just want to spice things up every just now some and then. Jazz jams. You can choose the genre, <laughs> the emotion. Okay. It's not as cool as popular music. Yeah, no but it's more just like, NFL SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. I don't, we're not making money off monetization. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, the subject. This is a bold one. Two great church stories. Okay. Will be the judge. Okay. Of that. Okay, Rachel. Rachel Johnson. Hey, Shama, PD, Chase, and guest. Uh, did she actually put Chase, or did you add that? Sh- no, she did. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Chase has get snubbed. Uh, a few years ago, our church's choir got invited by another church on short notice to go caroling, uh, to go caroling at a school for the blind. <laughs> it's a boarding Why school. Why is that funny? I don't Guys. know. I don't know. Maybe I didn't the laugh. setup. The setup is. I don't know where it's going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to all our blind listeners. I just to say that. Yeah. Uh, not viewers, because... No. <laughs> Sorry. Now I did the problematic thing. He had the high road, then he, then he <laughs> got, found an exit. <laughs> it's a boarding school, and most of the kids had gone home for the holidays, but the kids that were there gathered to hear us sing Christmas carols. This is in uh, uh, quotation marks, is it? What are the brackets? We had not had any opportunity to practice these carols, and we were joining up with another choir we had never met. So we really were not very good. (laughs) After we sang, the pastor from the other church got up and gave an old-fashioned gospel invitation. He said, now with everyone's heads bowed and eyes closed, no one looking around. If you want to accept Jesus, come down to the front and let us pray for you. We were horrified. This man told a bunch of blind kids to close their eyes (laughs) and stop looking around. It doesn't get more cringe than that. That is a good story. Number two, uh, a couple years ago, I was youth group leader and I chaperoned. I was a youth group leader and I chaperoned a weekend retreat that our youth group attended. It was a small retreat, only 50-ish teens, 50, 50 teens total, and it was held at another church. Throughout the weekend, me... The other chaperone kept getting yelled at by this man who was helping in the kitchen. Um, She was constantly reminding us of where we needed to be and giving us condescending stages. Uh, Getting yelled at by this mom. (laughs) Sorry, I said man. By this mom who was helping in the kitchen. She was constantly reminding us of where we needed to be and giving us condescending stares. We couldn't figure out what this lady had against us. Finally, in the final session, the kids were told to split up into our individual youth groups to pray with our leaders. This lady walked up to our group and demanded to know where our leaders were. Apparently, she thought the two of us were kids the whole time, and that's why she kept telling us what to do. 
I was 22 at the time and maybe could have passed as 18. But the other chaperone, he was 26 with a beard, <laughs> tattoos, and a wedding ring. <laughs> Thanks for all you guys do. Love the pod, Rachel. <laughs> some, some about them Karens, man. Hey, yeah. look. Look. When you're around young people that often, like when I was in youth ministry, I used to tell you guys, I was like, you guys are all 12 to me. It doesn't like, yeah. you have to, t unless you have a birthday, then I'm like, oh, how old are you turning? Other than that, you're 12 to me. <laughs> you're 12 to me. Um, maybe that's just a boomer. I'm, maybe I'm turning, I'm a millennial turning into a boomer. No, I mean, you're my lawn. Shama would walk around with a cigar. He's like, you're all 12. You're all 12. <laughs> all of you. 12. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 24. Darn it. It's time um, to wrap up, fellas. Guys, okay, thank you, Chase. Uh, this was email extravaganza, y'all. Also, extravaganza is too long of a word, Are we, are we sticking with that? I mean, what else? Uh, maybe we'll just we'll, we'll workshop yeah, it we'll, right we'll workshop now. It. Uh, is there going to be the one about email extravaganza one? Yeah, I think that we just call one about email extravaganza. The email extravaganza. How many emails do we read? Like six? <laughs> How, what is the what is the proper number <laughs> yeah, of what extravaganza? An extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the one idea I had, which was not going to be fun for us, would be uh, like we just read all the emails. And it would take us like four or five hours, <laughs> and we just record that and put it out. Nobody would want to listen to that, or you wouldn't would want to them. edit it. Like uh, you would probably just editing. delete I mean, it the be file. Too much. It would just as long. It would just take as long <laughs> as it would to listen to it. Uh, but yeah, that would be. I a long mean, time. you you comb through them and stuff, though, right? Like, would you really want to have to comb through that much of a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, not really. I think the pods, usually now, it's just if there's anything that sticks out that I'm like, okay. Yeah. Maybe I need to cut out that part that uh, that PD was homophobic for about seven <laughs> <laughs> All Sorry, right. I shouldn't say that. Sorry. Yeah, no, he, I, he has to do that every episode. <laughs> every episode, there's a little rant. Um, <laughs> I, no, I don't do. I, I don't want to defend myself right now because then I'm it, like, then it, then it makes. <laughs> it, let me let me fix. It. Makes it real. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I cut out, you know, I just will go through them to make sure that I don't know. There's nothing we'll, we say that we might regret. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a Is lot of those edit? moments. Is there an edit in this episode? You'll never know. <laughs> well, since we're only doing one cam, it's a little easier to see when there's a cut, right? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Not if I punch in, make it a medium, and then I make it a wide. You're like, wait a second, it's in 4K, I can do whatever. This yeah. nameless figure just made a great point. <laughs> uh, speaking of nameless figures, let's check in with our nameless figure. <laughs> uh, nice to meet all you guys. My name's Chase. Guys, welcome Chase. He's new to the show. Yeah. Chase's uh, awareness has increased in the past year. <laughs> Well, this podcast was just a two-man show for a long time, so I couldn't imagine people be like, I don't know, I, should I even acknowledge? The, yeah, he a is, lot of people yeah. probably wish it would go back to a two-man show. Not me and nah, Shama. Nah, <laughs> we we like having another person to fill nah. time. You know how much work <laughs> this podcast involved. You had to set up the Patreon and the Discord. Those are two things PD and I would have never <laughs> done. I would have gotten halfway through and been like. Uh, hey, I got locked out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would have been like, ah, we'll figure it out. Then six months would have elapsed. <laughs> That's how you and I work. Yeah. Uh, checking in with Chase. Uh, ooh, me and Robert's new short film. We've been working on that. We had a rehearsal for it the other day. 
Yes, how'd that go? It went really well. We didn't. We we had everybody except for one cast member. Oh crap! Um, Were they important? Were they? Uh, yeah. So our Chris Freeland was going to be the kind of the male lead, and he had to drop out last minute. Oh, for paid work. He wanted to get Boo. paid. Wow. Boo. Yeah. What a loser. I yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've been we've been trying to find uh, a new one for that, but uh, Robert's found someone that uh, I think he's very excited about. And um, yeah, we had the rehearsal. It was really fun. I'm I'm happy because I get to play the bad guy this time, yeah. and that's a lot more fun. Uh, There's actually a Jason Bateman song about that. <laughs> I'm, the I'm the bad guy. <laughs> And a YouTube strike. <laughs> but yeah, that's all that I've got going on, really. Yeah. Going, oh, going to Portland. Um, I, I listened to the last episode of your podcast. Written by. And I implore the listeners to, if you think Shama's the villain, go. I'm not going to tell you where the joke is, but Chase makes a joke that <laughs> it caught me off guard. Which episode? Um, the last one. With Abby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say it on here, but... Yeah, because but, but go listen to what is it, the, what and is if joke you about? find it, uh, message me. <laughs> I'll tell you after. <laughs> Golly! <laughs> it was Who's big, the executive producer of Written By? Uh, me and Robert. <laughs> Guys, I, Chase is Y'all problematic. Y'all need a standards <laughs> and practices hey, person. It killed in the room. <laughs> it killed me, too. I laughed really hard. I was like, wow. Uh, well... <laughs> me and, when me and Robert started doing written by, it was like we're gonna we're gonna allow a little bit more than church stories would allow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as y'all should, that's where that joke comes from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go search for it, guys. Uh, it's the episode, it um, the gorilla joke of 1897 with Abby Gilbert. That's the name of the episode. Which is a, it was a wild ride. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw that yeah the promo y'all did for the post y'all did to announcing Abby I was like man it's on brand dude the black and white I love that dude. Robert is a genius y'all are freaking oh man Robert is very good at what he does so many talented people so many talented people on the team even the secular side of after school programs <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm the I, secular I, saint actually <laughs> the secular saint Chase Bridges. Uh, the whole ASP empire has a secular... Everybody is on the secular side. Yeah. We play both sides, so we come out on top. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give Chase his props. It was a great, you know, albeit problematic, but great joke. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Uh, mm. I just like that PD was able to recognize something problematic. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's rough. Usually I'd have to like... <laughs> Explain real slow and use a chalkboard. Yeah, I'm, kind of I'm Ray Charles. Yeah, when it, comes to <laughs> it wasn't that. Bad. That was probably problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue my joke. He's the Ray Charles of of, prob of identifying problems. <laughs> I would argue that my joke wasn't that much worse than your your blind joke. Just now, uh, from earlier. Uh, <laughs> listeners. Go find it, and we'll we'll have this conversation. Hey, uh, PD, what's your praise report besides being problematic? Um, problematic. My, my praise report is that, you know, I love Starbucks, and I appreciate Starbucks, yeah. even though, you know, real coffee heads, like like Eric. Um, yeah. From last episode. Yeah, not, not into up, it. You pulling up with a star, Starbucks here on this, on this episode, Doug? Yeah, I got it right here. My, my white mocha, mm. hot, no mm. whipped cream. That's my order now. Nice. Two thirds dick half. <laughs> half chocolate. Nope. That's a Patreon episode reference, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I pulled up with a uh, high C fruit punch and a Wendy's cup. <sighs> so we got Wendy's, Starbucks, and Liquid Death. Yeah, you know, represent. Also, I just ordered a bunch of Liquid Deaths. Nice. That's what happens when people when people 
support the Patreon, baby. And you know, we I, get to be hydrated, baby. Everyone <laughs> thought I was ridiculous for mountain can water. But and now, and then yeah. Andrew the official and, drink. And, and Dave, and now Eric. We found out Eric's stealing them. Yeah, we gotta like, we gotta hey, put a lock on. Yeah. We're spending our Patreon <laughs> money on for these other people yeah. to drink our drinks to hydrate Eric, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we might need to put a lock on the mini fridge, y'all. I hate to be that person. Yeah, man. We might have to lock. Nah, How about just we just leave one can out for Eric and one the rest can. are locked? <laughs> Every Everybody else, uh, y'all can just take sips. COVID's over. And then put, take a, a, sip. put a note on it, Eric. How about a communi- community liquid death? <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, we were at the, Grace and I and the kids were at the park last week and uh, I, had a, I had a kite. The kids' kite, which is actually just my kite, because I fly, you know, real thugs fly kites. Yeah. Right, right. And, and ride uh, razor scooters. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, razor scooter that too. Founding man. I was out there. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrestling reference. Oh yeah, PD boy. Uh, <laughs> what was I? Oh yeah, yeah. And I had this kite, and and Pete, uh, I was telling. There was this girl who, little girl, with her mom and her brother. And she was she was really interested in the kite, and I was like, "Would you like to fly it?" And she goes, "Yeah." And Ezra was like, "No, <laughs> no." <laughs> and uh, and she looked at she looked at Ezra. She she couldn't have been like a couple like a year or so older than Ezra. Uh, and he, he she looks at him and, he, and she goes, "Sherry's caring. Sherry is caring, you know." <laughs> and Ezra didn't respond to that. It was just sort of like, "What?" <laughs> this was such a foreign concept. And she was like, "Sherry is caring," and then took out, like just ran with the kite. And I was like, "Ezra, Sherry is caring," and he was like, "No." And um, and so I thought in my mind, I was like, "Oh wow, he's just now learning. I don't even know if he knows what caring is." Mm. So now he's like, shoot, I just figured out this sharing thing. <laughs> now I got to learn this caring thing. Now I got to implement this into my almost three-year-old life. That's difficult for a kid, man. I believe it. It's that um, Marina and the Diamonds tweet where she said, um, like, shocked and upset to learn that the world does not revolve around me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when you do figure that out, man... It changes your perspective. You we might never even, figured that out. You might even start a podcast with your buddy and add a no name later. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a nameless, faceless figure. Uh, blur him out and post. Why is, why is that guy in the corner sharing his carry, you know? <laughs> no. 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 Sharing his carry, you know? <laughs> <laughs>